0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Music Corner, Resta 808s. I'm Nate. It's your boy Trent, Sebastian. And today we are back for the new tunes for the people like you. And we are joined by a special guest, Trent's girlfriend, Maya. Say hello. Hello. She's here. She's going to talk about some music with us. And we're just going to jump into it. We're just going to do the thing. Starting here with Liquid Tension Experiment... Liquid Tension Experiment Three. Trent, go ahead and
1: start us off. Liquid Tension Experiment Three. <laughs> <laughs> um, I recommended this album uh, mostly because it is two people that I really like. Uh, it's the super group um, from <laughs> Dream Theater. It's literally Dream Theater two point Um, and you know, I've we've talked we talked about John Petrucci's solo album. how Mm -hmm. great it was you know and that it was the first time that Petrucci and uh, Portnoy worked together uh, ever since you know the last Dream Theater album that they wrote um and then this came out uh Liquid Engine Experiment 3 uh honestly I'm just gonna say straight up even though I recommended it I gave it the music corner 7 um because it just it and this is the regular not the deluxe we're talking about the regular version here yeah um the Deluxe is two hours. Um, and I said and I, no thanks on that one. <laughs> yeah, we all agreed not to listen to the Deluxe. Although, Sebastian, I think you listened to the Deluxe, though.
2: Yeah, I uh, I put myself through two hours of it, and honestly, it, it wasn't like, it didn't make me hate or anything. I just, I, I liked it. What a true yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, overall, like, it was good. It just parts got repetitive. It's, it's fully instrumental, so a little bit of time, you know, things start to, repeat themselves uh, especially with prog so but yeah that's my take uh, simple little take there so yeah there you go sebastian what you think
2: so uh yeah i am a proggy boy as well mm. i enjoy myself some dream theta i enjoy myself some mike portnoy uh john Petrucci. um and uh, the other guys, well, I totally forgot his name because I only focus on a couple members of that group, but they're all very talented individuals for sure. I'm not trying to say they one's better than another. These guys are just immaculate performers through and through. Uh, but I got some very uh, F-Zero vibes through this. I don't know why I was thinking about uh, Car going like Mach 9, you know, the whole time while listening to this album uh you know it was also great just hearing mr portnoy just hammering away at those drums again uh i haven't really listened to much of him since uh since he left dream theater of course but yeah i thought it was really cool to see him and true G, like kind of like dueling it out uh on drums and guitar there and i'm just gonna say as well the bass on this album even though it's not mr Myung himself. I will say I enjoyed the representation of like Seasons with it uh one I caught or not Seasons um, Elements I got water in the song Liquid at Evolution it was a uh it was a fretless bass that they used and it was very like it was a very just very flowing bass line if I can describe it best for the water um it just really went hard in that category and i enjoyed it a lot uh chris and kevin's amazing journey was pretty damn heavy i really like that one drums and the bass they're just they're just powerhouses of rhythm blanking away at this i i thought that was so cool like every note just it just bursted through so well in the mix for the bass i just cannot commend that highly enough i just love when everything is just so well put in a track you know, it's very fun. Uh, but the one thing I will say about this album, though, it is very impressive and fun. It doesn't have that much feel for me. Um, I'm not very connected with any of these songs. I didn't really like go through like a transcendental journey with them because that's I, that's why I like instrumentals because you can kind of imagine kind of some kind of atmosphere around the music to really soak yourself in. But with this, it just seemed like these guys are just having fun with their instruments, which is not an issue. It's just not what I really like in instrumentals that I would listen to. It just... It, nothing's really accentuated mood-wise. It's all like, let's just be valent, you know, and just keep fucking trucking along, you know. It's it's, it's cool, but I, I've heard it plenty of other times before. Um, other than that, you know, like I said, the bassist, once again, on Rhapsody in Blue, he also just went full less Claypool in that moment. I don't know if you guys caught that as well. It just it was so cool hearing him kind of do like a slap on a uh on like a multi-scale bass you know it just it was really cool hearing that sound but overall i'm just gonna have to throw this thing a nice music corner seven out of ten as well
0: there you go uh maya do you have anything to say about this one? so
3: disclaimer before we continue i wasn't able to do all the albums because i work a lot and I was going to listen to most of them today during my break, but Spotify said, um, eat glass and die. So I was not able to do that. <laughs> wait, but wait, wait,
0: real quick. Does it do that thing where like it just doesn't load anything for you?
3: It. I'll be connected to Wi-Fi, and it says, nah, fam, you're offline. Sorry. Maybe so that weird. a lot now. Yeah, so I, I know. i kind not kinda, offline like mode forehead, but... Um, I was able to listen to a few songs, and the ones that I did listen to, I liked. It's very musically impressive and i think i told trent the only thing is to me it it just sounds like instrumentals of dream theater songs (laughs) (laughs) um which is probably because half of the band is from dream theater but (laughs) it could be a pure coincidence (laughs) um i liked it though uh definitely would have it playing in the background while i'm while i'm doing something um like playing destiny or something along those lines i liked it though
0: Good shit. Yeah, th- I'd say this is uh my introduction to any sort of uh, dream. Well, no, actually, no, it's not my introduction to Dream Theater stuff because we listened to the solo thing last year. Uh, although last year I didn't listen to the whole thing because I was a pleb last year and uh, didn't listen to some albums through its entirety. Changing that up all this year though, and this is no exception. It's very long, yes, uh especially the deluxe edition, as we said, two hours long, and I was not about I'm not about to do that to myself, but uh, what I heard from the first part or the standard edition was actually super solid for the like like the beginning like hypersonic, the opening track is awesome like that is a great way to open up an album like this um but then like after that, you know it's both it just goes from like decent to just repetitive as you know everyone else has been saying here and like not to mention that there's two songs here that are 13 minutes long and at that point it just starts to drag for me and I'm like oh my god dude like it sucks because he goes from Rhapsody in Blue which is the first 13 minute one followed by Shades of Hope which is just four minutes and then the last track Key to the Imagination which is another 13 minute track I'm like holy shit dude are you serious like I can I can stand it like when it's like Tool or something especially because there's also like vocals going on whereas this is just purely instrumentals and just like you know Having fun with it, which is, like, that part's not a bad thing at all. But it's just, like, you know, for me as a listener, it just, like, eh, you know, gets to be a bit much for me. But uh overall, I give it a 6 out of 10. I still respect the guys. I definitely want to listen to, like, Dream Theater. Like, I, that's going to be an album that I'm going to have to indulge in uh, maybe this month for my album a day thing. Uh We'll find out, though. Metropolis
1: Part Two Scenes, remember? <laughs> Nate will remember that I know I already gave you one recommendation but another one (laughs) there we go dude there we go
0: alright next up here Camillo uh, Mismatos I'm actually gonna have Maya start this one off so take it away
3: I actually listened to this in its entirety Um, I liked it Um, I thought it was a very jaunty just fun um, album it made me it just reminds me of like summer honestly uh just from how upbeat a lot of songs were there was one song I skipped I think it was Ropacara, just because the way they were saying it made me vehemently uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sitting there I'm like mm, mm, mm. um I have, I have misophonia so like certain noises like I I can't that's fair and I don't know what it was like the way they were saying it, I was like, nah, I can't do it. But, um... <laughs> like, the two opening tracks... Um... The one that had the one woman as a feature. I thought their voices went together very well. But, um... Yeah, I just thought it was a nice little fun... Fun, uh, Latin album. All right. Or a Latin album, bad. Uh
0: What would you give it, rating-wise?
3: Um, probably, like, a... A good five. Like, not something I'd probably, like, visit again, but if one of my friends was playing it i wouldn't
0: I got you good shit uh Trent go ahead since you got the mic on
1: uh i didn't like this so <laughs> there you have
3: there you it you go. There <laughs> you i mean it.
1: like i i try to listen to like like we talked about with the uh was it bad bunny yeah from last year yep yeah from last year it's like the the latin pop stuff like i can't it doesn't really i don't know i don't particularly like it you know something about it like I try to broaden my horizons you know with, with music and you know but something about it I just can't I just can't do it you know <laughs> right and like this one especially like it was just I don't know it was something about his, his voice that made me like I just couldn't do it but uh yeah I'm, I'm not gonna give it a rating cause like I don't wanna you know put him down or anything but I mean hey, you know if he's if you're making money off it he's doing good he likes what he's doing keep on doing it you know
0: I totally agree yeah, although I will say that uh, I also did not like it, and it just. It dragged for me. Way, like, way more than Liquid Tension. But, I, but like, with Liquid Tension, I, I had some sort of enjoyment for. This one, I just. I don't mind Latin music at all. I don't mind, you know, when it's solely a foreign language being spoken, and that language only. I mean. I know this is going on to the metal side of things, but Slaughter to Prevail is almost purely a Russian deathcore band that mostly speaks Russian in their music, and I don't mind that at all. I think it's totally cool, I think it's awesome, and it flows perfectly well. When it comes to, I guess, the Latin pop side of things, I mean, the closest thing that I can actually like that I really liked was from last year's uh, The Black Eyed Peas' album, Translation. And that was a mixture, to be fair, of English and, you know, Spanish. But it was good still. Like, I found it very fun, you know. It was just very enjoyable. And it even made my honorable mentions. But this, man, oh my god. It was so fucking slow. And it was just not enjoyable for me at all. And, I mean, I still... I guess I respect the guy for, you know, being as popular as he is in the uh, Latin pop community. I mean, he's got, like, Grammy nominations and Latin Grammy awards, and, like, he's, like, a big deal, you know? And good on him, for sure, for having, like, you know, such a following. But his music is not for me at all. And, unfortunately, this is a very low-scoring album for me. I give it a a 2.5 out of 10, uh, mainly because, uh, I guess, some of the instrumentation was... Decent decent enough for me to give it more credit for. But I just, ugh, I couldn't with him easily. My lowest rating score this week and probably this year may make it to my uh, worst list this year. We'll find out. But anyway, Sebastian, what'd you think?
2: So, uh, I-, I had very mixed feelings as well. Um, definitely more positives in some areas than others. Uh, I really do like the mariachi bits a lot. I'm um, I just i I'm a sucker for that really traditional style, uh, Mexican kind of um, music. You know, I really enjoy the trumpets that go along with it, the upright bass, you know, the accordion. I just think it's such a beautiful sound that you can only get from the Latin part of the world. And I really enjoy mariachi. But, you know, the guy's voice, not my thing too much kind of sounds like a latin chris brown uh nowhere near as bad of a person but you know uh, i would say vo- vocally speaking he has that kind of uh high tambored pop kind of sound where it's just like super nasally and like higher um one i'll, I'll have to agree with you maya on uh ropacara i do not like the mixing on that one with the traditional instruments with trap uh you know trap can work with very weird things sometimes and pull mm-hmm. it off but with this one i did not really like the upright bass and then having 808s in the background kind of like blasting through it just kind of didn't really fit the uh the scape of the song yeah. um you know machu picchu though i i thought that song was a very sweet duet uh that's I, what
3: we called machu picchu
2: yeah I, I like the i like the duet there i think it's you know i always like spanish music for the sensual nature of the duets you know i in just the sensual nature of music itself as well it's a very like passionate kind of music um but yeah i I feel like that's like the best uh vocal performance for camillo as well uh you know other than that i just i think the rest of this is just very much typical reggaeton Uh, Mm -hmm. nothing i mean nothing i haven't heard before uh like i said mariachi was cool uh duet was definitely worth listening to but other than that i'm gonna give it a flat six out of ten you know definitely leaning more towards a seven in some bits but just doesn't really crack that peak though
3: i think the reason i probably liked it as much as i did is i grew up listening to bollywood music which all um has a lot of nasally vocals and kind of that uh, at least um, more modern day Bollywood. Classical Bollywood is my favorite, but um, a lot of modern day Bollywood does that same kind of um, you know, nasally voice stuff with mm-hmm. Tars and all all those shenanigans so that's probably yeah. why I in, like pretty much enjoyed it. Again, there were some songs where I zoned out when I was listening to it, when I was doing some other stuff. I mean, Rope I straight up had to skip. But other ones like, I enjoyed Good shit.
0: All right, moving along now. We have the new Porter Robinson album, *Nurture*, and Sebastian. I'll let you start this one off.
2: This is simply beautiful. Um, I, you know, I've been I've been kind of falling hard for some of these instrumental albums, and for this being something that was made electronically, I was thoroughly impressed. Uh, my uncle is the one who recommended us to review this because this is his favorite uh, DJ. And I can see why, 100%. Um, like, he knows I'm not that big of a fan of this kind of music, but he said this one might be worth a shot. You know, I really like the atmosphere of this album. I think it's very pleasant, very just whimsical. I I just really enjoy it a lot. Uh, wind Tempos, that one has some of the smoothest piano work I've heard in this kind of music genre. I think it's just masterful and i I fucking love it uh just the way they do the double stops and like just how well it fits in with just the rest of the melody as well um the sound production is absolutely stellar you know I'm, i'm always noticing little bits and pieces that i didn't catch before on multiple listenings and i i always like uh just little nuances that you would add in while mixing something so I, I think that was just through the roof. Um, vocalists, I thought they were pretty good. Uh, I don't really like the effect EDM has on like a lot of vocalists. But at the same time, I, you know, some people's voices can fit pretty well within that category. Uh, these guys did pretty damn well for them uh, singing on an EDM track. Uh, I thought that was cool. Um, later Half got a little bit ravey for me. But I still enjoyed those parts I'm just not a big fan of like the really dancey kind of EDM It just to me I'm not much of a Dance music listener So I just I I think it's just eh. But everything else is really fucking amazing Uh Just the amount of intention With each beat is phenomenal Like you can tell this guy Is a master of his craft That is for damn sure Mm -hmm. Um yeah it's It's by far the best edm i've ever heard and i'm i'm just gonna say that like that's a 10 out of 10 for me if you can get me to like edm this much you're doing something right
0: <laughs> right especially with you for sure <laughs> uh yeah this one i can say that it was a nice listen um, I didn't like it as much as I maybe initially thought, but there are definitely some highlights I'd have to say, such as a look at the sky, which oddly enough, before I even listened to this album, like literally the day before I listened to it, it was on, it came on the radio and I was like, Oh shit. Like it was like some alternative radio station. Uh, I think it's like 107.3 or some shit on Jenny, whatever. Uh, But, no, that song was actually really good. I enjoyed that one a lot, along with uh, Get Your Wish, the following track to that. And then, like, at that that point, it just kind of got, like, you know, a little slow to me and more so just background noise. But, like, decent background noise. Like, I'm not, like, you know... As you've said in the past, Sebastian, I'm not checking my watch here. When this album is gonna get by, you know, it's actually like soothing. It's nice, especially with you know me working and everything too. But the one thing, and Trent, I told this to you and my earlier, that got me with this album was that it is basically a mature 100 Gex. Like if you took them and you just you know fixed up the little glitchiness of their music and everything, their little touch of art, if you will, it it would be this. 100%, especially with like the female vocalist there, too. Um, not sure what her name was, but uh, I know she's featured quite a bit throughout the album, and just like his vocals, too, and everything. It just it, it was literally 100 gecks, That's exactly what it reminded me of. If they just grew up, you know, but I, I gotta be honest, I do like 100 gecks way more than this, unfortunately. But that's not saying like I don't dislike this strongly, it's definitely something I can, uh, warm up to maybe in the future, especially keep an eye out for this artist, especially since you know, getting some getting some positive reviews become really critically acclaimed, especially with this release. So, uh, with that, I'm going to give it the music corner 7. And uh yeah, I'm going to suggest that people give this a shot too. Especially if Sebastian likes it too, and we all know how he is with EDM, like it's saying something. It's definitely saying something. Uh Trent, what did you think though?
1: Uh, also another album that I uh, didn't really mind. Um, it's okay. It's the theme for this week except for one album. It's pretty okay. Um, not much to say. I mean, you guys pretty much say it all. That's it for me. No. I didn't really like it. didn't really hate it. You know, it's in the middle. So. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, Maya?
3: It reminded me a lot of the music that's found on Suicide Sheep. Again, I don't know if, Sebastian, you know that's a YouTube channel that plays a lot of more chill EDM and electronic music. It's more, like, vocals and stuff. It's the chill version of Monster Cat, is how I describe it. Okay.
2: Yeah, Um, I've never really listened to too much EDM, but I I have heard uh, Monster Cat before.
3: Yeah, it's definitely, like, a chill version of that kind of channel. Okay. But I, I liked it. It was a very pleasant listen, for the most part, like, it, a lot of the songs sounded whimsical. There was one, again, I had to skip, and it was Dull Scythe. Um, it was very glitchy. Oh, yeah? The, yeah, that super glitchy sounding one I didn't like. I just... It just wasn't pleasant. But all the other ones I, I really liked, they were just very... They matched the album cover well. Like, the album cover really captures the music, which is nice. Like, just in the grass, just vibing.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah.
3: Um, but I'd probably give it also, like, uh, a five. Like I'd say even more of a six. I'd probably listen. Good shit.
0: All right. That concludes the first half of this episode. But before we continue, let's have a word from our sponsor. And we are back. Hopping into it now with the new Quinn 92 album, Change of Scenery 2. Change of Scenery 2 was my favorite album of the week this week. To my biggest surprise, too, because uh, with this album, it's like one of those, like, you know, alternative indie albums, you know, with, like, the 808s kind of in the background, too, and just, like, you know, sounds that you would typically hear off an indie alternative album in the modern day, uh... But with this one, and this is going to catch me even by surprise, is that I really enjoyed it, especially uh, enjoying his vocals as well, because I feel like those kind of vocals that he does uh, wouldn't be something I would really enjoy. But I guess, like, mixed with the instrumentals and everything, it flowed pretty well. And in fact, lyrically, I really enjoyed a lot of uh, what he had to sing about. I can't really name too many examples, but, like, it really felt, you know relatable, I guess you could say. Especially the song I know for sure I remember it was uh Mexico City. I don't know, everything about that was like very like wholesome and like just really nice. It gave me really good vibes, especially on my way to work. Like just listening to that. It was it was great. It was a really good time listening to this whole album. There really wasn't a single song I disliked off this one. Um and I guess this album, too, being Change of Scenery 2, a sequel, the first one was like an EP. I don't know this artist at all prior to this, so I'm not sure how that one sounded, but it definitely makes me want to go back and listen to that, See, see uh, if maybe there was a change in the sound, or maybe like he's kept it pretty consistent. Like, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Left it at that. Uh, Sebastian, what would you think,
2: though? Uh, so, <clears throat> this one was definitely not my favorite uh i I did find a lot of repetition between songs for me i just i don't know this one kind of faded into the background for me the more and more i listened to it it reminded me a lot of mike posner out of all things and i am not a big fan of that style uh just definitely definitely not my favorite lyrical material as well I'm not a big fan of the idea of, like, let's run away to escape our parents and problems, like the song Paris by the Chainsmokers. Like, I'm, I'm not not a big fan of that kind of, like, subject matter. I just think it's so campy. I just, I think it's just overly campy. That's not my favorite thing. Um, and then the other one, too, is, like, complaining about the amount of posers, too, and just, like, I, I just, not my thing. Um, I guess you can say, like, the vocals here, I wouldn't say sounded that horrendous. I mean, it's it's kind of like just more of a more tolerable Adam Levine. So uh, I'll put this one at like a three out of ten. Not really, not really my thing.
1: Understandable. Uh, Trent. Um, it now, I didn't finish his album. Oof. Oh. Um, of what I've heard though. I know I'm probably not gonna like the rest of it. So, um, yeah, I I was in the middle of it and then I had to go do something, but I forgot that I didn't turn Spotify off. Um, so it just kept playing, and then I came back and it was a Liquid Tension Experiment, and my <laughs> mind was like, oh, I gotta I gotta restart the album. I didn't listen to all of it, so I restarted Liquid Tension Experiment. Got through that, and I was like, yeah, okay, we're good. <laughs> Completely <laughs> forgot about this one, so.
0: It's all good though, yeah. I understand. No worries. Uh and then Maya off camera or off camera <laughs> off the uh, off the mic here said that she didn't get through these this one and the next one, so we'll come back to her when we get to the final album of the day. So moving along then though, we have the new Giveon album. When it's all said and done, take time. Sebastian, go ahead.
2: I, I'm a pretty big fan of Giveon. Uh, I actually recommended a previous album of his, well, which I found out was an EP. Um, when it's all said and done, I think this is a very smooth album. Uh, I love the low and reverby songs on this one, or slow and reverby. Uh, I always like that kind of style, especially just with that beautiful, beautiful baritone voice. That guy just melts my heart. This man is a modern-day Barry White for me. I, I don't know why just this is a beautiful beautiful man um but other than the guy himself lyrically uh I this is a very note for note I miss you and I'm sorry but not really kind of album uh not my favorite like not my favorite kind of uh, subject matter uh I know I just said that with the last band but same with Gibeon. uh I I think he does a great job vocally speaking, but some of his lyrics just come off a little bit like too like sad boyish, ish um, And I'm not saying like uh, emo sad boy, but just more like, you know, I'm over it, but I'm really not kind of sound. Um, you know, it's just his voice is just the big deciding factor for me. I love Like I Want You. I think that song is like just Perfection um just like how bluesy it is and just the groove that follows it is just tremendous uh the beach was really cool too i really like that one um yeah i just i I think this album is pretty okay overall i just the songs i really like i really fucking like but i couldn't really find any more few and far between all these so I, i give this one the music corner seven as well uh it just did not do much for me later on. Just the really good songs were just so good that they kind of outshined a little bit too much of the album, in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally get that, too. Um, this is my first uh, Gibeon album, personally, too. I mean, I know, like, like I said, the last one was really an EP, but... Uh, We talked about this on the side in our group chat, but, like, Spotify is just so weird for what they say is an album and what's an EP because typically you find the EPs in the singles section, right? But this one was in the albums section. So it's just, you know, you kind of have to, like, do the research to determine which one is the album and which one is the EP. But, um... Yeah, with this one, he, like... He he does a decent job. Uh, the one thing that even you pointed out, Sebastian, too, is that, like, in the group chat, uh, is the whole... He used some of those songs off the EP and put them on this one here. Which, I mean, it's not uncommon for an artist to do that. But, like... I mean, there's quite a bit of tracks on here that... Uh, or Well, not quite, but there's a couple on here that was, like, carried over and all. And it's just, like... Eh. We we know what it sounds like, you know? I mean, it's a good track. Like, The Beach, for example. The Beach, both the first track off this one and the EP. Uh, I mean, it's a good song and everything. It's a really good song. It's probably the best one off this album, in my opinion. But, I mean, you already had it, you know? You already put, you already put it on your previous album, so previous EP so what the hell um, other ones I like though World be Created, The Saint Love Heartbreak Anniversary which that one was another one that I believe was on the EP previously uh, last time and uh, all to me the last track was actually pretty solid too but in the middle there was just a lot of slow parts in there and a lot of uh, just not even bland it was just boring to me really like I don't know. I just very... I felt very underwhelmed with everything there. But, um... Yeah, it was just... It was just that. I he's meh. You know, I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. Just because he has a really good voice and everything, too. Like, that definitely carried a lot of the album, I'd say. But also, like what Sebastian was saying, too, about the whole, like, lyrical content and everything. It wasn't something I really didn't even care about, either. I mean when you're talking about like that whole like you know i don't want her thing and just like you know all this shit and then being like oh i'm sad and everything i'm alone whatever (laughs) sometimes sometimes on very rare occasions it can be like good it can sound good but in this case it's just like a big whatever to me so it is what it is i guess six and a half out of ten uh trent what do you think
1: you like sappy shit.
2: <laughs> I too like trees. Maple
3: <laughs> <laughs> syrup, it's different.
1: No, this is a uh, sappy shit, man. Um, but I have to agree with everybody. The his voice really did carry the album. He's got a great voice. Um, but that does not, for me, does not get away from the fact that. The content of the entire album, I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Right? <laughs> like, come on.
3: The man be sad. This isn't the
1: only 2000.
3: Let the man be sad.
1: It's not the only 2000. Get out of here. But um, no, I mean like, overall, I did not care for the album. It's just his voice really got me through it. Um, so that's a that's a fat five out of ten for that one because of that. So yeah.
0: There you have it. All right. Well, we're moving along now to the final album of the day, the new Gojira album, Fortitude. And Trent,
1: I'm going to let you start ah! this one off too. I'm ah! starting off. Let's go. So, I'm taking the mic for this one. Um, <laughs> I see it is. So, this has to be one of the biggest pieces of musical just amazingness that I've heard in the past, like, years. <laughs> like, I cannot – let me paint you a picture really quick. Okay. Um. So, I had no idea who the fuck Gojira was, like, literally just a few years ago. Uh, when Magma came out in 2016. Okay, I wanted to say 2016. Yep, you're right. Yeah, in 2016. I saw them on, like, the Grammys or something. They won a Grammy for some shit. Or it was, uh. They, I know they were nominated. Oh, I don't remember if they won, but they definitely Yeah, Revolver won. Music Awards. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um. I was like, oh, really, that album cover is pretty chill. I like, I like that. It looks pretty cool. It sounds like it's probably going to be a chill album. And then I listened to it, and I was like, holy shit. It's <laughs> heavy as fuck. Um, and then that's when I really got into Gojira, and that's when I listened uh, from Mars Sirius and then Way of All Flesh. Um, and, and going into this album... I got those kind of vibes again of like where I like just discovered Gojira because this was like something completely different. Like it was, you had a way of all flesh like instrumentation a little bit with like kind of some of the beats here and there with like the, uh, like in one of my favorite songs, um, oh, was it Born for One Thing? Was that what that the one?
3: I thought it was Into the Storm.
1: Into the Storm. Into the Storm is what it was. I get them so, I get them mixed up all the time because it's such a fucking great album. Um, yeah, Into the Storm with the, it, the fucking he's hitting the the cymbal and it sounds like a freaking you know what
3: it reminds me it's of? like a train that type of drummer reminds me a lot of art of dying
1: art of D- that yeah that's the yeah the art of intro. dying that's what it reminds me of that's why i said it gives me way of all Flesh vibes cuz that like way of All Flesh is definitely like heavy on that type of shit um um but no like this album is a whole like Obviously, this shit's an eleven out of ten for me. This is probably mm-hmm. going to be number one album of the year. Um, and like cool. I said last year, I was waiting for this album. So, was it delayed um, or was it just like they didn't really say anything about it? No, they they talked about it. But like I don't remember last year when we did our top ten at the end of the year. I said I know that Gojira is going to be my number one next year.
0: Mhm.
1: So I was like, I knew it was coming, but I didn't realize it was going to be this damn good. Like overall, it's almost freaking amazing. I mean, going from, um. I mean, the first single, uh, Another World. That was an amazing first single. And I thought that we were going to get that weird type of shit throughout the entire album, and I was completely thrown off when the rest of the singles came out. Um, H1 was so different. Amazonia was freaking amazing.
3: And then they released The Chant, was their final six. They were like, like, in a good way.
1: It's, cr- it's freaking cracked. That's what it <laughs> is. Um, <laughs> but, like, starting out with Born for One Thing and then going into Amazonia... And then another world having three singles first is weird, but it was really cool hold on was really cool I that one I really thought um, It was just like all the Shit it was like cuz in the beginning like the first like minute it was like so like wavy and like it didn't all form together But then it came in all together. It was great. great. Newfound really good Um, Fortitude that little two-minute thing where they were doing all that shit and then going into from Fortitude to the chant was so awesome uh, Sphinx, Banger, um, Into the Storm, <clears throat> mm-hmm. fucking great, I fucking love it. Um, and then The trills and Grind, I, like, honestly, after Into the Storm, I, like, it, it cuts <laughs> off for me, because, like, that's my favorite fucking song ever, um, from this album. It's so good. Um, 11 out of 10, all the way through, fucking love Gojira. This might take the place, it's my favorite Gojira album, over, um... Way of All Flesh, or um, maybe even Magma. It might take place in Magma, as my number one. So I like, I really, it just this album was so fucking good, and it was something that I was like was not expecting to get from Gojira because it was it was really different. All their albums do, ha- they are different. That's what I like about it. Um, because like Mars Serious, you know, it's very, um, it's a heavy ass album, and like going into Magma where you got lo- lower Stuff it's a little bit slower, you know. It's a little more got more chill songs on Magma. Lowlands (laughs) is so fucking. (laughs) Um, and then this album, like, you have, it's just weird, you know. Mm -hmm. But I, I Gaujere did such an amazing job. Mario's drumming will always cease to amaze me. Um, and you know, everybody in that band just did a fucking amazing job, and yeah, it's a great album. Fucking go listen to it.
0: Fuck yeah, there you have it.
1: Uh, Maya.
0: May have the microphone yes. back? Good sir, <laughs> oh, I love you.
3: that sound <laughs> it made. It was like, give me the fucking mic. <laughs> My man's over here like like Joe Rogan's like, you ever done DMT? <laughs> um, so I started listening to Kajira a few years back also at the Revolve Music Awards because I was watching it because Fiona Coil was performing and I, at the time, and still do, had the biggest crush on Christina Scabia. She was a I had cool. a picture with
2: her. Woo!
3: I'm <laughs> in my face. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Les Enfant or Lamfont is still my favorite Gojira um, album. Born in Winter is probably my favorite Gojira song. It's just Fortitude is probably gonna take that place or be extremely close. Um, I love Mars to Sirius. Magma is amazing. Way of All f- God tier, especially Art of Dying. Uh, Fortitude, like, as the singles came out, I listened to them. Amazonia was, like, an instant favorite. Just that, that intro, just doom, doom, do do It I, It's so fun to it's, listen to. Like, it makes you, it makes you kind of, like, nod your head a bit to the, the rhythm. And, as Trent was saying, um, Mario's drumming is absolutely amazing. It definitely just gives that out, al- gives this album that extra oomph. As with Joe's spectacular... I always love when he hits those higher notes and they add that echo effect. It just it gives it this, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say existential feeling, but I think you kind of know what I'm going for. Existential
1: phrasing.
3: No, it it hits you. It kind of hits the chest of it, You're like, like, there I think are, was like for, for the chant. When you, the shit with it. I think like right. the hit,
1: just the one note, or just say I wouldn't.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I love that stuff. I think the chant was a beautiful interlude to that album um i think in, in my head at one point when i was listening to the album it felt like certain songs i was running from something through the amazon forest <laughs> like something was chasing me and it was just like background music um i will say another really really cool thing that's not music related but that they did with this album was project amazonia which one thing i've definitely respected gojira for is how outspoken they are about it will change climate change all that stuff because you have a lot of metal bands that are political which there's nothing wrong with they have every right to be
1: just one of
3: those I just one of those things um <laughs> and again they have every every right to be i mean that's what music is all about it's about expressing our feelings thoughts concepts all that fun stuff um and then there's 100x, but. <laughs>
0: Feel so clean um, like a money machine.
3: <laughs> Those lyrics are so. <gasps> <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Honestly, but um, not a lot talk about environmental change. I love nature. I've always loved nature, even if nature doesn't like me, as I am allergic to two things that are very prevalent in nature. <laughs> um, but. Doing all those auctions, bringing all those big metal figures. Nergal was one of them. You probably know the other ones that I can't think um, of Justin my head. Chancellor. Chancellor. Um, there's a lot of people. There were so many people who were auctioning all of these <laughs> items. Just
1: Justin Chancellor's base!
3: <laughs> in order to protect, uh, protect the Amazon rainforest, which I think is very commendable on Gojira's part. I mean, hell, they have a song called Global Warming, which, if you get me in the right oh mood, will make god. me cry. make me cry. I, <laughs> times. But it and just makes song. me feel so sad.
1: Just the, the ending lyric.
3: Ugh. All of, like, from Mars is like, god, god damn, or that, that album is just... Know. But, Fortitude, I mean, has very, very heavy songs, like Sphinx or Into the Storm. And then you have those more chill ones, again, like the chant. Again, I thought it was a spectacular album. I was waiting all week for it. Trent sent me a snap at like 12.30 in the was morning. was like, it's, <laughs> out. Like, it's out. Like, <laughs> I was like barely conscious, I'm like, eh. <laughs> I listened to it, I was like, hell yes. Kelly, <laughs> yeah, Absolutely going looked- back to bed. <laughs> I listened to it the next day. Ten out of ten. Absolutely worth the wait. I was not disappointed at all. There's not like a single song on there that I it's I'm thoroughly impressed.
0: <laughs> it's a fucking. That's for sure. Uh yeah, this is my third Gojira album that I listened to. I still need to listen to their uh some of their older stuff. Oh like I like especially their like older, older stuff. But um uh, I think the earliest I listened to was uh Fonte Sauvage. Is that how I'm saying that? Leon Font Sauvage. Yeah, Leon
1: Sauvage.
3: Yeah, honestly, what I they don't said.
1: really like Terra. Incog- I don't really like Terra Incognita that much. Their, Their debut. debut. That's that's the first album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leon Font Sauvage is definitely. That's a that's as far back as I go. The only reason right. I know how to
3: pronounce Leon Font is because of Moogier. Leon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so like that's as far back as I went with uh, Gojira, but I did enjoy that one as well as Magma. So uh, going into this one, I kind of was expecting a little bit of a heavier sound, considering that like the first singles were like pretty heavy, you know? Like Another World and Born for One Thing. Born for One Thing is easily uh, my favorite song off this album. It's awesome. It's a great opening track for this. Uh, following that, Amazonia... Ray track, Another World, like I said. Uh, it wasn't until... Which track was it, I want to say? Uh, Hold On. Hold On I, It kind of was losing me a little bit at first, but then, like, you know, it kind of, like, built up throughout the song, so it, like, you know, caught my attention more, I guess you could say. Um, the chant, I will say, wasn't really my favorite song on the album. I just, you know, that style of what they were doing on that one really, it really wasn't was- just Thing I guess, but that's kind of like the only bad thing or negative thing I guess I could really say about this Honestly, album.
1: Honestly, kind of figured you weren't gonna like that one. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah,
0: it was a little bit. It was different. It was different for. Yeah. It's like spiders off. Uh, <clears throat> right. So, your kind. Oh. Not everyone
1: liked it Yeah. I like. think nice. a lot of songs off it. Like, there's always one song off an album where everyone. I thought it was okay, and everyone's like, "It's fucking Show garbage."
3: yourself, Emperor Sand.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, But overall I still I enjoyed this one still
0: Uh, It was a great release For the band Give it a 7.5 out of 10 I want to go back to it again Just so that way Like you know I can make sure I have a clear You know Cut vision of this album And like Maybe enjoy it even more Than I did the first time I listened to it Uh, But it was still good And it's still worth the listen I mean you heard it from Trent and Maya It's it's a banger <laughs> Especially Yelp. if you like Gojira You're gonna like this album We got here like, We're still a riding
1: a that hype Yeah, yeah. Absolutely uh, I listened to it three times I think Oh
0: damn <laughs> You
1: loved it or that much I mean if it's gonna be your album of the year though I mean you kinda got yeah. it Yeah I mean honestly
0: Until Power Wolf.
1: Yeah until Powerwolf's album Which Maya told me about. When's that one coming?
3: I'm so excited for that.
1: Do you know when that one's coming?
3: like, Metal of the list and, Yo, um, do- Oh, I heard about Johan's that! Johan's on it from a Johan! Yo- Yay! Yo-
2: uh, Ye- it's
1: gonna be dope!
0: Good shit. Alright, uh, and then, Smashing you said you weren't <laughs> able to get around to it?
2: Yeah. It was, uh... I felt really bad for it. I did not even realize I didn't listen to it. Um, I was just... I was going to, uh, today this morning, and then I ended up just getting really sidetracked ADHD style and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I just forgot to. Oh, good. And, I understand.
0: Make sure, but well, I would and, suggest going back to it though, at least just give it. A no,
2: listen. I'm definitely going to, it's Gojiro. I'm going to listen to them. Fucking banger. I know. I just, I'm just like, damn, Trent's already on the hook with this one. I'm just, yeah,
1: like, I know. When I yeah. talked to you yesterday about it and I was like, <laughs> I was just like, it's just so <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I have not even like. I was like, "Fuck." <laughs>
0: <laughs> All good though. I understand. Um, but yeah, that's gonna do it for the new albums this week. Um, but before we go, album recommendations coming around to you. Uh, I have one right away here that I'm gonna suggest, and it is uh, Chelsea Grin's "My Damnation." Uh, I know I recommended Chelsea Grant in the past. I believe the last one I did was Desolation of Eden, which is easily their best deathcore album. But this one is unique because it's actually a concept album. uh, And I'll read you exactly uh, what the vocalist had said. It's uh, basically about a story of a man's journey from being a selfish tyrant to being condemned to hell, seeking forgiveness and salvation. And that's fucking badass. And you can... And, like... Uh, the one thing that's like really different about this album compared to their other ones, I guess, is that like the vocal style is like it's not for everybody. Cause uh, for some reason he decided to switch it up and have a more ah, kind of thing to it. But like that's only for the highs. I mean, the lows are pretty consistent throughout. Got Marge Simpson over here. Jesus. Kinda, yeah. Well, you know that meme with that one. <laughs> do you know that meme with that deathcore vocalist that was like on the. <laughs> That's him. That was him. Like, oh, you... can you send that to me? Yeah, no, I will totally send that to you. I'm... It's amazing. <laughs>
1: he literally is like, look at It's so good. Wait, i sorry. I
0: feel like I missed something. Look. There's a quest step that I missed. <laughs> I will send it to you though, in a minute here. But um, but no, like this album is like seriously so good. And highly recommend Bye. it. Uh, check it out, for sure. Uh, Sebastian.
2: Yeah, yeah go ahead. For this oh, for this week I have a different kind of band than I'm used to. So, I wanted to do some genre exploration and I wanted to listen to something general z because I always uh I always get kind of like bored with gen because, you know, like everyone says there's a lot of opens and ones. Uh, you know, I was I was not really I've not really been too keen on the genre, but I was like, you know what? I want to take it back to its roots. I wanna go. Periphery two two thousand twelve.
1: Fucking uh, periphery, let's go. Periphery. Yeah.
2: But uh yeah, I really I really like periphery now. Um I, I honestly think it's probably the most to do with uh Adam Nolly get good on bass, the former member. Uh that guy he's incredible. I I envy the way that man can play a bass. I completely just I, I bow down before this man like just how well he just incorporates pick with bass play and just how also he's innovated the sound of bass in general you know he uh he's kind of a tone i really like to sculpt into i'm not going to say like his exact sound or anything of course i try to do my own thing but i have a lot of dark glass products and you can probably guess why um This guy is incredible, but enough on him. Periphery 2 is a fantastic album. Like Ragnarok, that song, cool ass name in general. You can name anything Ragnarok and it probably just make it 5% cooler. Um, This album just goes so fucking hard. You know, the screams are great. Cleans are pretty damn exceptional. This is to me like a gent version of Dream Theater. Like, it's just these guys are just such well coordinated, well put together instrumentalists and musicians. Just immaculate. Periphery 2 2012. There you go. Uh, Maya, what do you have for us? So, my
3: recommendation is a band I found beginning of this year. Uh, Trent recommended it to me, and I had heard of them while back, but it is Demi Bohir's uh, Abra Hadabra album. I love symphonic and orchestral death metal or melodic death metal. I always have had appreciation for orchestras, having you know, worked in musical. I've been in band. You know, I've been in marching band. I did violin. A fat minute. <laughs> and this album, I mean, it has some amazing orchestral work that blends beautifully with some very heavy guitars, very fast drums Gateways, which is their most popular song reasonably so, is something I play all the damn time, that ending is immaculate. But yeah, it's, I feel, a really good album to get into melodic death metal. It's not so, like, screechy or gurgly that it's impossible to to. It's beautifully done and all the songs are just good. There's like a few that I don't I don't vibe with as her but not because they're bad. I just you know. There's a few that I don't I don't rock with as much. But yeah. Uberhadab.
0: There you go. Trent.
1: I'm taking it all the way back to 2017. <laughs> um <clears throat> we were going with an album that really got me into rap. Um and we are going with um Kendrick Lamar's damn damn and that is <laughs> I really have to thank Nate and Sebastian for this one <laughs> because oh, <yeah>. of the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that is literally god that's what like you got you two really got me especially Sebastian, Sebastian mm-hmm. um, because of how much Sebastian and I really hung out <laughs> and oh, yeah. uh yeah, and Damn is definitely one of the albums that really get me into more modern stuff. You know, and not just the, uh... the other shit. Um, but I... <sighs> this, there's... He won, he won a few awards for this one, I think. I think, um, yeah,
0: I think so. I don't remember all that he won, but I know he got some recognition. He got
1: something. some stuff for it, but, like, it's definitely worth it, because, like, Damn is an amazing album. Um... Like one of my favorite songs off there, surprising is "Element." I love "Element." That's a really good one. Yeah, such a good song. DNA, the video with Don Cheadle, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, he like, won, obviously oh, he can't forget. I was gonna say also he won, best, he won best rap album of the year for that one.
1: Yeah, that's right. He did win, but he did win best at rap. He was nominated for album of the year, but he just got nominated. Yeah. Um, can't forget "Humble." Obviously, um, you know Duckworth. Uh, loyalty you know, is a really like, good one too with Rihanna loyalty yeah with Rihanna yeah I, just an absolute banger if you love rap um, if anybody's if anybody's a rap fan and they tell you this album they, they don't know what they're talking about like no. sorry. <laughs> literally like everybody I talk to that knows rap is like they, that album is on their top 10 like it's so fucking good fun fact um, about this album though too
0: real quick every single song on that album is at
1: least certified gold Shit, that's literally. actually awesome. I know, it's insane. Damn, like that—that's how you know it's a good ass album. Literally, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, damn. Well, yeah. yeah. that's it for me though. Like, just go fucking listen to it. It's fucking sick.
0: Absolutely, there you have it. All right, well, that is can conclude this episode. Uh, one quick side note: uh, my album a day episode for April is up now check it out hear what I have to say make some controversial takes about my chem and 21 pilots don't worry about <laughs> it <laughs> a little bit of a low rating for those ones listen in to hear about my thoughts on that um, but some positives as well I mentioned Kendrick Lamar as well on that one and even uh, Kanye for my beautiful dark twisted fantasy really solid album uh, but yeah it's gonna conclude it uh, Maya thank you for being our guest on this episode today Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And Trent and Sebastian, as always, thank you for joining. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next episode. This has been the Music Corner the 808. And we are signing off.